morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Wow. Since last we spoke, what a weekend. And it wasn't super fun. Apparently, there was a huge storm. Um, not apparently. I Yeah, it was a huge storm on Friday night, which was technically early Saturday. And the power just went out. Out, out. <laughs> and it was horrible. It was it wasn't horrible. Um, truthfully, the days went kind of fast. If you really just sit on your ass and do nothing, the day can get away from you. It's not how I choose to live my life. I'm very busy, so without being able to get on the computer and do work, uh, you know, and you can't watch TV. And I don't really watch a ton of TV, so I didn't really miss it. I watched more TV in the last year because of, you know, sheltering in place. Um, so I didn't really miss it. The problem is when you have to do all of this with someone who's, you know, elderly with dementia because they're not interested. At a certain point, uh, boredom or something set in and it was just like, ugh. It was really, that part was challenging was challenging and then it's like why can't I turn on the light the power's out well I'm gonna make coffee you can't make coffee the power's out well why can't I and it's like oh and it's not fun and cute like with a kid because you know a kid will stop talking at some point like oh okay you know they may have a fit but then they move on this is never they forget to move on Ugh, this is the worst I do not wish this on anybody it's really really challenging and you know, I don't think it's an overshare to say that, um, you know, it can be overwhelming. It really can be. And it's just, you're, this doesn't play to my strengths. I think my strengths are structure, uh, scheduling, time management. You know, I'm really great at getting things done. I'm a project manager and a director by nature. So I'm built to compartmentalize and move things forward and this doesn't work that way you know you're constantly going back to re-explain to redo to re you know quantify all of it everything so listen I'm looking forward to someone I heard a great idea over the weekend which was you know long-term health care and assisted living and nursing homes, all that stuff is exorbitantly high. I'm talking five, $5,000 a month, $120,000 a month. And one of my friends called me and was so concerned over the weekend, like, you know, how are you, basically she thought I was going to pay for everything out of pocket. And in certain chapters of my life, you know, in, in the entrepreneurial realm, I, I have more money than, than just my regular salary, right? I believe in multiple income streams. So I've done a lot of things really well. But th- to be honest with you, I'm saving for my own retirement. So I'm sharing all this to say, if you're, say you're in your 30s or 40s, or even younger, uh, and you suspect that there may be uh, a plan that you're supposed to take care of your parents or older relatives, you know, you need to start thinking about it now. Because the the cost of this stuff is just crazy. And say you have more than one relative, and some of them may have done too well to qualify for Medicaid. You know what I mean? 
uh, you can be poor, but not poor enough to be on Medicaid. Each state has all these different rules and regulations, and you got to figure it all out. It's just a lot. But I'm waiting to hear some innovation. And one of my friends had a great idea. Like, what if, you know, a group of people had, you know, say four people have, you know, a mom or dad or, you know, maybe both still living, but in need of like some place to live and just have someone to watch over them. What if four people went in together and got a house and provided, you know, hired a nurse uh, to look in on them or to take care of them? That would, believe it or not, that would actually still be cheaper than the $50,000 a year you would be spending on assisted living. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's been thinking about this, and I hope I'm sounding some alarms because, you know, all these boomers... It's so many of them, and they're all about to be in their 70s and 80s. And healthcare has gotten so good, they could keep you alive. You could still be alive for a long time. And you just need care. And, you know, I, I don't know what it's like in other communities, but I think in the black community, if I can speak for the whole community, because I'm so good at that. Um, <laughs> but I know the 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 message I seem to get is, well, you can take care of her. You can keep taking care of your parent. You can take care of your aunt. You can do. And it's like, nah, I'm just one person. You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to just put everything on in our lives on hold and take care of other people when we got to provide for ourselves when we get old and stuff will be more expensive then. I don't know. It's just fascinating. It's like you you get the impression that you're supposed to just because even if I'm talking about this at work and they're like, well, you can't just have somebody. I'm like, dude, why? Why do I have to be, you know, completely responsible? What? Why is it a bad thing to put some put someone you love someplace where they can get good care? That's not a bad thing. Unfortunately, it's super expensive. So I'm looking forward to hearing the Airbnb of healthcare. Who who's going to come up with the innovation of long-term care or the innovation in long-term care? That space needs innovation because I'm telling you, when you guys get there and you start looking at these prices and many of you are married with kids and you're going to be like, well, how am I, do I get to, do I have to pick between sending my kids to college or paying for my mom's long-term health care? You know, I think there should be some sort of financial piece to it as well, like a family fund. Yeah, everybody kicks in. If you got three siblings, everybody kicks in something a month to pay for long-term health care insurance for the for the parent. Do something. Don't just sit around and and wait and see and hope everybody just stays okay. Because you know that happens for some people. But if you go and look at the numbers, many, 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 many people will need care, some form of it, whether it's for memory. I mean, let's face it. A, a a slip in the shower. I know someone who's dead. I know a friend of a friend. Her dad slipped in the shower and something happened and he got painfully, horribly sick after that um, and died. You know, but sometimes you don't die. Sometimes you just stay sick and we don't euthanize. You know, even if a person's just laying there in a vegetative state, you know, 
the, the tendency here is to just let people just have no quality of life and lay there. Well, that's not what I'm into, but some people are into that. I don't want that. If I'm laying somewhere and I can't really be me, I don't want to do that. So I'm telling you, podcast, it'll be time for somebody to come in and pull the plug. I'm not romantic about this kind of stuff. I don't want to just lay around and not be me and have people just come in and stare at me, be a vegetable. That's not what's up. And I know I need to write it down and I will. Anyway, all of that comes from the fact that we didn't have any electricity over the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I had a lot of time to think, people. I got into some deep thoughts. And, you know, I had to save my uh, juice on my phone. So I had these really quick bursts of conversation, but they were effective. I had a lot of revelations. When you have nothing but time, you get to think. Yeah. And, uh... You know, it was actually kind of relaxing, but then the stressors come and then it's then it gets unrelaxing real fast. And it's like, oh, please stop asking me why you can't turn the lights on. It's just it's you just can't. (laughs) So anyway, that was my weekend. I really doesn't feel like I had one. I did manage to get some work done. I I worked. uh, I had a little well, I had a full charge on my work computer, my work laptop, and I did work on it and I worked and I will work some more. Um, I don't know. I I tend to have workaholic tendencies, but I, I like to meet my deadlines. I don't like to miss my deadlines. So anyway, hopefully all is well with you guys. And uh, I hope that's the one time this year that we lose power because that is that is unpleasant. And it was getting warm. Ooh, it was a lot, but work, work continues. Um, you know, yeah, shockingly, I, are you guys as confused as I am? Because half the news devotes its time to telling you how bad this Delta variant and there's another variant variant of Corona after Delta, um, Half the time they're telling you how terrible it is and it's raging. Missouri is one of the states it's raging in. And then the next is, welcome back to your summer. Life is getting back to normal. It's like, is it? Is it really? What in the hell? Should we be paying attention? (laughs) You know, is this how it ends? Is the zombie apocalypse related to coronavirus? I just don't understand. The messaging is so confusing. And I think it's because people bungled the first response so badly so like if you over overshot um you know trying to manage the shutdown last year and maybe didn't do everything you know correctly why I think you would have a hard time now trying to come back and be like yeah um this isn't this isn't a serious I, I think people are financially afraid to make a move But I think uh, if you can work flex and you can social distance and you can wear a mask, I think we should all just go back to doing that because I'm confused. Everything I read about this new variant is not good. And the fact that we're trying to rush back and put all our faith in in the vaccine, but that's great. But that doesn't mean it, it doesn't affect us all. 
You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to be able to make people to go get go get this vaccine. And it's not just Trumpers. People act like it's just Trump. It's never been just one type of person not wearing a mask, not believing in the virus. I've, I don't live near anybody who I would think voted for Trump. And many of them have never worn a mask. I've never seen any masks around this neighborhood. Uh, they, they certainly didn't social distance. This time last year, I was watching people be all up in each other's faces the whole time. You know, so there's just people you're going to be able to convince and some people you're not. But don't put us all in jeopardy because you don't want to look a certain way. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. We'll see. But I wouldn't be surprised if soon we're going to see so many cases that it's just not even going to make sense to try to shove everybody back up in an office, especially if your office didn't make any changes. You know what I mean? Some places, you know, tried to do things to protect people. But if your office is just the way it was when you left it last time, you know, and you can still get your work done, I don't see, I don't understand why people are trying to force you to be all up on each other. That just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, what do I know? Everything. (laughs) But that's just between me and you. All right. I hope you have a wonderful week. I mean, I didn't have a weekend. It was very bizarre. It was, it's weird. I did have a weekend. It was a dichotomy. Half of it was really zen-like and calm, and the other half was like, oh. So, you know, you do the math. But I hope all is well. Have a great week. Uh, You know, if you are getting back to normal, whatever that means, uh, you know, good luck. Thank you for listening. As always, you guys are the best. I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, every time your air conditioner kicks on, thank God. Every time the light comes on, when you turn on the switch, thank God. The irony is none of us even really know what electricity is and how we've managed to harness it, but we need it. The thirst for electricity is real, and I'm thankful to have it because there's some cooling air coming out of the vent right now, and I'm so very, very thankful. I will say the only thing I didn't love, well, I lost some food, and the freezer turned into like a bloody massacre something melted and then just like the blood I'm like oh okay so that was fun I had to clean out the whole freezer and you know I'm not complaining it just was what it was but you know I am super grateful for electricity it just the freezer thing though I didn't enjoy that and I didn't enjoy the heat the heat baby and it starts to get 80 degrees in your house, you notice that. And it's uncomfortable. But all in all, uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It just is what it is. Thank you for listening. I'm rambling. I appreciate you. Be your best. And it's mostly because I love you. I love you. I love you.